illegal spells. Um, uh, the what are they called? What are they called? Oh, Mr. Harry Potter fan. <laughs> the unwritten spells. No. The unreadable no, the, spells. The I don't know. They're just illegal. The Daniel Jones. No, aren't spells. they just yeah? Tommy Cutlets is my new boy. <laughs> it's my new baby boy. Tommy Cutlet. Tom DeVito. Uh, well, welcome back, everyone, to episode uh, 119 of the Popcorn Podcast. We're doing one another one of these chill episodes where we just sit and chat. Yeah, in the Tommy's cold-ass basement. Dude, now. it is. So, well, it's our heaters, bro. I know. Your house is just destroying itself. I know. Dryer breaks. It's like Haunting of Hill House. The house is alive. <laughs> yeah. The dryer breaks, and then the toilet explodes, right. and then the heater breaks. We fixed that. Did you? Yeah, if you can tell, our carpet's ripped up. Yeah, yeah. no, I saw that. Looks nice. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. It's unfortunate, <laughs> but moving right. forward in life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Welcome back, everyone, to the Popcorn Podcast. I'm Tommy. Of course, alongside across from me is Ryan Ferran. Mm-hmm. Today, we're here to talk about Emerald Farrell's new film, Saltburn, starring Barry Keoghan and Jacob Elordi. But before, of course, we get into that, I got to do my check in with Ryan. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Ryan, brother. Yes. I'm what, uh, looking up the Saltburn caster, so I have oh, it. So okay. I have it up. I was just making sure. How how you been, buddy? Yeah, and I'm also checking because you said Emerald. What'd you say? Emerald Feral. No, it's Fennel. Same thing. It's not. It's just like an unfinished <laughs> N. It's the R. I knew you. I knew you were wrong on something. Okay. And the way you kept saying Farley after. Farley. You kept saying it like Folly. <laughs> like Folly. I appreciate how they kept saying it. Yeah, because they're British. Right? Yeah. His name is. Far- He's the only American character. <laughs> His name is Farley. Okay, we're not talking about Saltburn yet. I, I know, I know, you're I know. Doing. But listen, my day's going. No, pretty how good. how you been since the last episode? Since last episode, what was the last episode? It was uh, where's it? Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Yeah, seems like a while ago. It's um, actually exactly seven days ago. Yeah, pretty good, pretty good. Um, got my Spotify wrap today. Yeah, I know. I didn't get the. Uh, we didn't get one because we didn't do a full year. Uh, so like we next year. Sorry, everyone. We'll get a Spotify wrap, but we don't Wait, what do you mean you even do a full year? Because so, we switched over to Zencaster. Oh, uh, okay. But then I realized you can still get one. Yeah. You have to do a full year. Gotcha. It's not coming up. Um, That's right. Yeah, but how's, how'd your Spotify wrap look? Pretty good. My my top song of the year was Tattoos by Tyler Childers. Mm. I didn't expect that because I was, I mean, binging him in like January and February and then kind of, you know, just fell off him a little bit. But I must have listened to the shit out of him because he was still like top everything. It's <laughs> my top artist. Do you have your uh, Do you have your little list? Where it's like your top I five can, artists, top five songs. I can What's find your top it. Genre. How many minutes listened? I, I can hold on. You do You do yours while oh. I pull mine up. Yeah, because I forgot we did this last year. We did the rap. Well, who do you think was in my top five? It's there's two of them have never left. Three of them actually have been well, my top obviously five big last time rush. years. Big time rush, obviously. Big time rush is number um, two. It was finally dethroned really? after three straight years of being my number one. Is Lewis I'm Capaldi still on there. Wait, one percent of fans though. <laughs> Lewis Capaldi's number three. Mm. There's a guy that we don't listen to as much, but he sings a really funny song about jumping off a bridge. Remember the one the rock artist I listened to? Oh, Swaco. Yep, that's okay. five. And I've seen the okay. other two in concert. If anyone hears that, it's my father uh, telling a story. Yeah. No one heard it last week. We were, we kept saying, oh, if you hear that, you heard nothing besides me. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, who do you think? I've seen these two in concert. Both my seen one and two four. in concert. Um, Travis Scott. 
What the hell? No, I don't know. I've um, seen Travis Scott in concert. <laughs> we and me, you have listened to both these guys together. I have no idea who number four is John Bellion. Okay, who I didn't start listening to this year until last month. Really? So yeah, you were jamming. I do. I have been jamming to a uh, human condition. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one was Zach Bryan. Nice. I think it's because I was listening to the live album so much. Yeah. But uh, then my top songs were Heavenly Kind of State of Mind. Interesting. Quality. Okay. Another Life, Big Time Rush. Nice. Uh, Once You Bad. Uh, it's by the band Offspring. It's a punk band. And it's about a girl that he wants. It's all tattooed. So we love that. Yeah. Nice job. Uh, the Pretender by Louis Capaldi. And I Hate Your Friends by Alex Coles was my number five song. Mm. I've played that with you in the car. I'm sure. Um, I had 64,320 minutes of music listened to. And my How much? top jo- 64,000. It's impressive. And uh, my top genre was pop, followed by punk, followed by rock, followed by punk, followed by country, followed by folk. What was your um your thing like your uh Oh, I was a vampire. Vampire? Were you a vampire? I was a vampire, oh, yeah, dude. dude. Uh, for those who don't know what vampire was, when it comes to your listening, you like <laughs> to embrace a little darkness. You listen to emotional as- atmosphere blah, blah, blah atmospheric music more than most we do listen to some baggy ass music dude yeah we do oh i want to tell you something so i put on my train i had to get my transcripts for la film school yeah dude my grades <laughs> so bad <laughs> you want to know my average f- for each year sure so 80 i mean it's not bad but 80 82 80 76 my senior year really that's my average. 76? Yikes. See, but the thing is, like through. now that now being in college, all of my grades are higher because I actually enjoy what I'm learning. Yeah. I didn't want to learn about world affairs <laughs> <laughs> or uh, child development. I don't care. Yeah, no. No one's trusting me with a kid. High school is learning how to be an adult. College is being an adult. Being an adult and learning specific things that you want to work with. Oh, it was someone else I wanted to tell you because I thought we were going to get around to a... Oh, you didn't do your rap yet. I didn't. Rap. I was no, waiting no for it. actually get in the conversations. Yeah. Actually, I do have this one picture where it just says... Have I sent you that? The picture? No, no. It was a different one. I have one from like two years ago. I screenshot. It just says, disappointing. You only had one one um genre. Just 1,700 sea shanties. It's a great one. Um, but yeah, my number one song was Tattoos by Tyler Childers. Played 119 times this year, starting on January 30th. So this is the full year. And it was like beginning of the year, I fell in love with Tyler Childers. Yeah, really liked him. I listened to 52,000 minutes of music. Um, I don't know if this is added on or including, but 24,000 minutes of podcasts. Um, it didn't say my top five podcasts, but I have my top podcast is Bad and Shane Secret Podcast. I'm in the top 0.5% of fans. Do you know how I listen to the goons when I go to bed? Yeah. I was still not even in their top 1%. Really? I was at two. <laughs> They're not my number one podcast, though. So. Yeah. Raiders was number two. I think it said I had like 70-some thousand minutes of podcast. Gotcha. Just because I sleep with it. Yeah, you sleep with it. Yeah, yeah. Mine's a little biased. Yeah. Uh, my top artists this year were number one. Okay, guess. Yeah, you can try to guess. You already know the number one. Tyler Charles. Yeah. Do I know all these people? Uh, yeah, you sh- uh, number five, you might not know. Oh, Beatles probably. No. Beatles didn't make it? Didn't make it this year. Yeah. Uh, Zach Bryan. Number two. Okay. 
It's four country and one like indie pop. Oh, I have no chance. <laughs> yeah, I just you got this. All right, so one Tyler Childers, two Zach Bryan, three Coulter Wall. Ah, uh, you yeah. and that. Yeah, four Joe P. You definitely know one of his songs. Yeah, I, I probably heard. would know if I heard it. Um, and five was 49 Winchester. Dude, people better like love your music taste. You have very unique music taste. I, I don't know about that. Like I don't know many people that listen. I don't know people that listen to that music. Just except you and Matt. That's it. It's just wannabe country music. <laughs> that's that's what it is. From a suburb in Pennsylvania, like dude, you know how it said like you're like where you would where it thinks you're from. Mm-hmm. Did you get that, dude? Mine was like Oklahoma. Like it was. Mine was Kosovo, uh, Arizona. Hmm. It's where John Bellion's from. Oh, gotcha. Where most John Bellion fans also listen. Yeah. Yeah, mine was like bumfuck country. <laughs> like, yeah. But my top five songs were number five, Feathered Indians by Tyler Childers. Uh, number four, This is the End by Paul, Ghost of Paul Revere. Yep. Uh, number song. three, Follow You to Virgie, the live version by Tyler Childers. And then Charleston Girl live by Tyler Childers. And number one, Tattoos by Tyler Childers. Did you... Me, and me. you know the funny part my with all this country stuff all my top fives are country my top genre was indie pov indie i don't know really? what POV I, indie was but yeah but you do listen to a lot of indie i do but it's just surprising i'm sending you a blend invite a blend oh we've done this before yeah but this is with our top songs playlist yeah black uh black was sixth on my top most listened to songs because mm-hmm. i don't know black by pro jam is my all-time favorite yeah. I want to check that. Have you ever gone on the website where it's like Spotify charts? Mm-mm. It's just a website you can sign into your Spotify and it shows you like your top 100 songs. Mm. It's like all, it does like a wheel of all your genres. Cool website. Mm. You can check anytime. So yeah, I might check that out. Times. And it's oh. your top songs like all time. Not oh, just like this not year. just the year. Yeah. I wonder what my most listened to song. I, I bet you Black has to be close. Yeah, it's probably up there. It smells like Teen Spirit's probably up there. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, speaking of life outside of our Spotify wrapped. What else have you? What else have you been up to? Um, not much, dude. Today, I had I didn't have any class, and you know, semester's coming to an end, so I didn't really have any assignments anymore. I got most of my big stuff done. Um, so I was just putzing around, cleaning my room up, just doing some chores. I ended up buying a whiteboard today. I don't what? know. I needed something to like be able to write down shit I need to do. And anytime I do it on my phone, I just never check it. I always end up forgetting it. If I have like a notebook, I'll never open that shit up again. I'll write one day and be like, oh, I'm productive. Never going to do it. So I just got like a magnetic whiteboard and put it right next to my computer. And I'm like, I am not forgetting this. <laughs> I just needed something that I'm just always going to see. Did you, do you want to tell, uh, you want to tell our listeners about your, your ghost experience? Oh yeah. No, it's a little one. I, um, just had a little like squishy it's, it's like a stress ball but i was just throwing it against my wall just playing catch with myself in my room you know and i missed it and it rolled under my bed and i was like ah it's late i'll get it tomorrow get up the next day and it's just in the middle of my floor and i was like thank you appreciate it man <laughs> i don't i don't know what to do my ghost is very friendly yours is nice helpful. yours yeah. isn't like demonic or anything no he's been nice he's do, nice do you want to hear how psycho i am yeah I, I wanted to tell you this, but I didn't want to tell you until we got on the podcast. So you mm-hmm. know how I said I was going to reread the Hunger Games? Yeah, I see. You got a bookmark in there. Yes. I, I see started, that it's catching fire. I started <laughs> yesterday at noon. <laughs> the first book. Dude, I read the entire book. You read the entire book yesterday? Yeah. No, I finished it this morning. Dude, I, 
See, I just can't. I just can't read that fast. And now I'm on page like 50 of Catching Fire. Let me see. Like I literally, I read. Oh, my Spotify needs an update. I read one chapter of Game of Thrones last night, and I felt so productive. I was like, "Yeah, I'm doing this." It was a Sansa chapter. It was the one. Remember the scene with like when they're walking with Joffrey, and Sansa starts hitting Joffrey, and Sansa's like, "You're spoiling everything." It was that chapter. So, but yeah, I read an entire book in the last 26 hours. I thought it was pretty crazy. Yeah. Dude, it's a great book, the first one. Yeah. I and the, gave the movie a 3.5. Yeah. So wow. it used to be a four. Yeah. And uh, so the, what I'm doing is I'm rewatching them, but I watch half mm. until I get to that point in the book. Then I watch the rest of it and I read the rest of the book. Gotcha. Yes. I'm trying to beat my record of 10 days last, like I did last time. Yeah. So there's only I finished the entire book series in 10 days last time. And I'm, I'm ahead of schedule. <laughs> How many pages was the first book? 378. Since I just, I just can't do it. I just can't read that fast. I'm not gonna lie, goofy as as it's about to sound. I was acting out the, not acting, but I was like reading out loud. Yeah, uh, like Peter parts. Yeah, no, I do the it same. It made thing. it more like enjoyable. Yeah, like your acting is fun. No, I do the same thing in Game of Thrones. It's like when Sansa's talking, I'm like, you're spoiling everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much fun when Joffrey comes on. I'm like, you, <laughs> you little bitch. <laughs> asshole and it's funny too because i was reading it and like when they first introduced joffrey he's not terrible yet and i'm like oh, he's gonna fucking snap and then he starts like going to the butcher's boy and he starts like poking him like you know, okay, I knew this was coming. Piece of shit. but yeah i think you should, i think you should read the hunger games i read the first one in like sixth grade Re- read it again it, it hits a lot better when you're older mm-hmm. like because now i understand it more yeah dude it's so still much better than the movie like Catching Fire, I from memory is pretty similar. Mm-hmm. So far, like where I'm at, it's pretty sim- like little things. Mm-hmm. I mean, the first book and the first movie are completely different. Yeah, like how characters die. The oh. the one thing, the one big difference I remember because that was the like book report I had to do was that mm-hmm. I had to find a difference between the book and the movie. I remember there was one where like Katniss is up in a tree towards the beginning, and isn't Peter like with yeah District One and Two kids? Mm-hmm. I remember there's like a dying girl in the movie. They just go and kill her, and Peter's like staring, like, "Oh man, that sucks." He can't do anything. In the book, he he does it. it, and I was like, "Yo, a pretty fucked up scene, line yeah. in the book." It's like, is like, like we still haven't heard of Ken. Like, trust me, I killed her. Yeah. And then they're like, "Well, one of us has to go back," and Peter's like, "I'll go do it." They're like, okay, lover boy, and he goes back, and you hear the can. He comes back, and he has like blood on him. Yeah. I was like, God, Peter's a badass in the book. Yeah, I remember he that. He fights Kato, the, the he? main guy. He tries to fist fight him. Uh, this fight. That's how he ends up almost dying, having to hide him. <laughs> yeah. Just to paint his face with his I'm, cake skin. I'm not gonna lie, it's actually not as bad as I remember it being. <laughs> it's still, it's just such a goofy, like, it is such a. So good at baking cakes, he can paint himself as a rock. No, it's just it's so he's good at painting. Yeah, because he's like, he, he designs the cakes. Yes. Yeah. And it's that's still dumb. It's a great line in the book they talk about when he's training. He's like, yeah, I do all the cakes. And she's like, okay. Yeah. She's like, how's that gonna be useful in the arena? Because mm-hmm. she's. I like her a lot as much as Jennifer Lawrence kills this Katniss. I definitely think she's the character is better in the book. Okay. But she's like, how the fuck are you going to use that in the arena, Peter? He's like, you never know. Final <laughs> final battle, big birthday cake. I'm killing it. Because he said that? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, I'm a big Hunger Games fan. And since the Battle of Armored Snakes, I've been going down that rabbit hole again. So I'm, I bet you I'm at, by the time I go to bed tonight, I'm at page like 100 and something. Hmm. I, I like speed read. Like I, I'm a very fast reader. Yeah. See, I'm I'm not dyslexic, 
but if I got tested, you might come I up might this be. <laughs> like I got to reread the, I, I have to read like a line three times to understand what the hell it says. What? Dude, I seriously, like I just read the wrong word every single time. And I'm like, oh man. You know, someone's listening to me say that and like, what an asshole. Make yeah. <laughs> no, I am. Um... And someone's listening to this who's actually dyslexic and they're like, you mother, you're not dyslexic. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I'm Bella Thorne. Yeah, you're dyslexic. just a fucking moron. <laughs> Dude, Disney Channel is so messed up for doing that to that poor girl. Oh, the Bella Thorne commercials? Bella Thorne, I'm dyslexic. Yeah, like, that's yeah I remember those. But yeah. Well, enough about our personal lives and my obsession with the Hunger Games. I have been jamming oh, awesome. to the, oh, okay. the soundtrack, Songbirds and Snakes. It's a great I've been soundtrack. listening to it. It's very good. Oh, very I, good. Listened, I was listening to it. They, um, I will say... But my biggest right with the movie, first off, the editing. Mm-hmm. Dude, some of the, I don't know how it made it. Like, what, there's the first one? like cuts that they use. Yeah. Like the cut when she volunteers, it is so bad in the movie. Is it? I mean, you'll watch and like, you're it like, it's like jarring. Yeah, it's yeah. so bad. <laughs> there's a couple of them. Okay. But I will say the biggest issue I have with the movie compared to the book, which is why the movie went down, is that after the games end, it's so important in the book what happens next. And mm-hmm. so sad when Peter pretty much figures out that she doesn't actually like him. Yeah. Like he does. And none of that is really shown on, in the movie. Mm-hmm. It's like five minutes. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. But yeah. Everyone go reread The Hunger Games. Suzanne Collins is a goat. Yeah. But yeah. Now, moving on from that, moving into Emerald Fennel. Yep. Oh, I wanted to actually talk about something else. Oh, God. What were your thoughts on uh, Nicholas Holt being cast as Lex Luthor? I'm down for it. I'm down for I it, too. pretty good. I mean, he's got to shave his head, which, you know, I haven't seen him bald. Oh, no, he's bald in Mad Max. Isn't yeah. He? Yeah, okay. He can pull off the look. Yeah, he can pull it off. I like Nick Holt. Yeah. It's pretty funny. He was a finalist for Superman. Yeah. Didn't get it. <laughs> got Lex Luthor, but also was the finalist for the Batman against Robert Pattinson mm-hmm. and lost. That's crazy. That I don't is know a- if he fits in that Batman. <laughs> Oh, no. I, just, I mean, he could probably he's a great actor. There's probably a reason off, he was but... a finalist. I feel like Matt yeah. Reeves would have just let him get all the way there. Yeah. But yeah. Robert Pattinson actually missed the call, so they almost contacted Nicole to give mm-hmm. him the role to. Yeah. Wow. But yeah. Um moving on now. I know everyone's like it took twenty minutes to get into the salt burn portion of this episode. But yeah. George. George dead. It's not dead yet. Is that the right one? Yes. Yes. No, it's not. It's not? I don't remember their names. I don't remember. George and something. I remember it was George. Yeah, he didn't he didn't die yet. Well, he's close. Yeah. Okay, so Saltburn. Emerald Fennel's newest film starring Barry. Oh, people Keaton. probably we didn't even say that you put Harry Potter on. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, we're watching I'm just putting Harry Potter part or Deathly Isles part one on. Yeah, so I forgot to give everyone an idea on what our movie is this week as well. Like, who the fuck is George? <laughs> George. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why if you hear us talking. What? I always forget Gleason's in this. He was a banger actor in this one. Yeah. <laughs> no, he really doesn't do and much. And from Game of Thrones. I no, don't remember but into time for Saltburn as we're taking forever to get to this. Yeah. Saltburn. Um, Emerald Fennel, in my opinion, made a really, really good movie that I thought was funny, dark, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> disturbing. <laughs> And, but it's super well acted, and I really thought the cinematography was it was one of my what I think are the prettiest films of the year. It's probably still a little bit behind Oppenheimer. 
Okay. I think it was still really pretty. I liked a lot of shots. The ha- uh, castle. Is, that where, is, is it castle? Mansion. Mansion. Castle. It's a house. Estate. Yeah, it's not a house. <laughs> We're in a house. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the size of someone's bedroom. The size of my yeah. house. No, and they... Um, no, yeah. When your when your home has a name, it's a you know you're yeah, doing pretty well. It's called Saltburn. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, the use of like bright colors with the dark wood looked really good in the. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. No, we're good. Sorry, okay. I was reading. I got a message from a support thing. It was gotcha. like, hey, just a heads up, we're I gonna update. Not support not while them. we're doing this, but okay. But yeah, I thought the movie was really good. It was better than I thought it was going to end up being. Yeah. So yeah, I, I agree. I I really enjoyed it. I thought Barry Keoghan was great, and I thought Jacob Elordi is one of my favorite act performances of the year so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think we both went into it. I mean, from the trailers, we both thought it was going to be pretty good. Like, I I was really excited for it. But then on the way there, we checked the the reviews, which is always a shitty thing to do. But we you know we did it anyways, and it had. What was it like a sixty-five or something on Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah, it went up actually. Yeah, but it's at a seventy now. It was at, at like a six-two on IMDb, but now it's at a seven point five. Yeah, so I think we both went in like, oh, this is maybe just a little bit too over the top, and it's going to be just fall off towards the end. But we were both pleasantly surprised at this movie. I really had a fun time with it. Um, I think, like you said, all the acting was great, and I mean, when you get a cast like this, it's it's pretty. It's pretty goddamn. Yeah, good. Richard um, E. Grant was a side, yeah. very side character, and every scene he's in was very good. It was great. Rosamund yeah. Pike is one of the best actresses working right now. Yeah. Oh, though thirty-three by one uh, aspect ratio. Mm-hmm. One by thirty-three by one, or however I don't know how to read that. It's like thirty-three by one, isn't it? You'll find out. It's something like that. I'll <laughs> yeah. find out in L.A. Yeah, exactly. Really <laughs> into my head. Um. Yeah, that aspect ratio, I always think it looks really good on film. Because mm-hmm. this was all shot on film as well. Yeah. And just how it looks on screens, for those who don't know, it's very tall looking. It fits the entire screen vertically, but it's not fit horizontally. Yeah. And it's, it's a little to bit tighter. view of peeping in on something. Mm-hmm. And it does. And it's a really, yeah. really well shot movie. And it's just rich, <laughs> rich British people being rich British people for yeah. two hours. Mm hmm. Yeah, like you were saying, the aspect ratio just makes you feel more, makes it feel more personal. It's not as like cinematic. It's more so, it makes you worry more about the people and the characters themselves rather than, you know, the look or what is happening action physic- physically, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, this movie, I don't know, you tell me something. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> so going into the actual review portion, like what critics are saying so far is currently sitting at a 7.5 out of 10 on IMDb. It has a, where's the Google score? No. Mm. What the hell? I can't find Google. It was actually doing pretty well on Google when I first saw it. Well, guess we'll get to Google eventually. It has a 7.5 out of 10 on IMDb. It has a 70% on Rotten Tomatoes with a 74% audience score. Uh, the critic consensus on Rotten Tomatoes is Emerald Fennel's candy-coated and incisive saltburn is, de- is a debauched jolt to the senses that will be invigorating for most. Yep. Yeah, I mean, you have to kind of know at this point. I feel like it's definitely – A24 is definitely moving a little more like mainstream. 
like it definitely like they're getting more IPs. Yeah. And they're trying to get even more. Yeah. But if you know A24 from since the start, they love their weird movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, every most of the films they do are weird. Lamb is a key one in that. Ghost Story with Casey Affleck and Rooney Mara. And this, this is no different. This is a weird movie. Yeah. But um, if you're into that, then it's going to be for you. And if you're not into those kind of movies, you're definitely not going to like it. Yeah, no. It, they've always been they've always taken chances and just said like this is a great script even if this isn't going to be like the most entertaining in the classic sense like there's no there's not action in this movie you know there's just people acting at each other if you like that you're gonna love this movie this is just a really really good time um for the most part and i think that critic consensus is pretty good like this is it's it doesn't pull any punches like you want to see Weird rich British people being weird rich British. <laughs> you're people. gonna see you're, it. You're gonna like it. You're gonna see a good amount of dick in this movie. Barry um, Keegan is showing everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They don't they don't shy away from the characters being themselves. Barry Keegan's character is a interesting fella. <laughs> very interesting. Yeah. Um, and I do agree with the very first. The very first review I saw of Saltburn was when the first critic reviews dropped on letterbox and it was a four-star review and i can't remember the girl's name who did it but she was like saltburn is a two-hour movie just showing you how fucking hot jacob alordi is <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean it's you become the whole movie's kind of showing barry keoghan's infatuation with jacob alordi's character mm-hmm. and i mean they film it to show you exactly what he's infatuated with yeah his skin the look on his, his eyes i mean he's jacob alordi he's a very attractive dude it's true, but but it's almost it's more of an infatuation with how he is as a person, not just his looks, because they make the point. I mean, it's no, the beginning of the movie is yeah, but it definitely is. Am I in love with him or did I love him? Yeah. There's a difference in those two. Like he loved him as a person and as an i not as a person and a friend, and more than both of those as an idea. But he wasn't in love with him in the classic sense. Yeah, but you can be not in love with someone and be like infatuated with them. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like yeah. there's that scene when he's in the bathtub and they're yeah. definitely showing you that he's likes how he looks. Yeah. Because they do the sweat, the close up. Yeah, but I don't think that's like an attraction. I think that's more like that's he's what I want to be. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did you see the poster I used for Saltburn? No. It's the shot where he's in his underwear smoking the cigarette. Like with the Jacob Alloy's in the window, and it kind of makes like a shadow of him, hmm. which is more of his silhouette. Yeah. So it was a really cool shot from the movie. But yeah, I I absolutely adored this. Uh, adore these kind of movies. I think they're a lot of fun. It was surprisingly really funny. Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> it's definitely a specific type of humor. Yeah, no, like not not everybody's gonna laugh. Not gonna the lady it. next to you was dying she though. Thought, She's having a great that time. Made me feel so much better laughing <laughs> at some of the scenes. Now, Roseman Pike was really funny because oh, she, she was, was just dumb as rocks. <laughs> and it was cool seeing uh, – I, I don't even – what was Barry Keoghan's character's name? Oliver. Um, Oliver. Yeah, it was cool seeing Oliver kind of weave a web through mm-hmm. everyone's lives. Like he got a little bit of something on every single one of them. Yeah. So it was cool to just see him pretty much take advantage of these rich idiots. Yeah. And then eventually, he might start catching up with them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I liked every character. I thought the directing was really well done. I thought I mean the sets were super cool to look at. Mm-hmm. Very unique look. Yeah. But man, there's some scenes that are not for everyone. 
No, definitely. The vampire scene is <laughs> not not that someone is a vampire, but it's more the the action of what a vampire would do on a certain <laughs> again a they certain don't, they don't week. yeah during a certain week <laughs> of the month for certain genders. Yeah, <laughs> if Gender. you're not getting it by now, <laughs> don't we don't what? Need to say what? <laughs> but um, it's a it's a very. I mean, yeah. you know what's happening. They, they showed the entire thing. Yeah. No, the, the movie, it doesn't pull any punches. It's not. And the that's not in the sense. The worst. I don't care anyway. Which was he? The tub. The tub was, yeah. That was, the tub was the worst. It's uncomfortable. It's, Where the dirt scene was pretty weird. The, I think the dirt scene was, that was, went on for so long. Dude. <laughs> so long. <laughs> just the thing. This movie's, it's funny because it's not like punchline funny. It's funny because you're just watching like there's no fucking way he's actually doing this right now. Like that's why it's funny. Yeah, but that, that is like your infatuation. Like that's yeah. an obsession. Yeah, with you're someone. watching the strangest shit you've ever seen. You're like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I really did have a great time. And I think all the characters in this as well, they all have their own. They all feel separate in a way. And there's not that many characters in this. There's Yeah, it's mainly just the family. Yeah, there's the five family members and then Oliver. Yeah, uh, Oliver. Well, Barry. four family members, Farley, the cousin, and then Oliver. Yeah, and Farley, Pamela. <laughs> yeah, Pamela. That was that was a good joke. Vanetti, the huh? sister. Richard E. Grant. Venetia. Vanetti. Vanetti. Venetia. V-E-N-E-T-I-A. Vanetti. Yeah, it sounds better than Venetia. I'm fairly sure it's Venetia. How's there Venetia? There's an A at the end. What do you think it's no Venetti? Sh- what do you think it's Venetti? <laughs> it's definitely not Venetti because okay. they were not saying that. Shut up. Fairly sure it's Venetia. I don't know. That sounds like a weird rich British name. Oh no, I guess Ti. Yeah. I Whatever. The hell out of here, dude. Gary <laughs> Mulligan is communication. Such a funny thing. Huh? Pamela is. Uh, Rosamund Pike's characters, Lizbeth, yeah, her friend. <laughs> she just has a funny storyline. <laughs> it's very short, but it's just random. But I, I like, I really like the scenes at the school, at Oxford. I like the first off the opening. I really enjoyed the like with all the credits as it's just the tracking shot of him. Yeah, the track shot of him walking to Oxford. Walking, walking through the Oxford. Yeah, that's good. Margaret Robbie produced this. Yeah, I didn't. Cool. I didn't realize that until you said until you told me. Um, but yeah, I, th- I really like the just the style of the movie. Mm-hmm. It just it had a very specific tone and look they wanted. Yeah, and it worked. They, they it it does well in that. Um, but yeah, I mean, this movie, the main draw of this movie is just the characters and how they interact with each other. It's that type of movie. Um, and they all did a great job. Every every actor. I mean, you got Roseman Pike, Richard E. Grant playing the parents. To you know, Roseman Pike's a bit younger into her acting career than Richard E. Grant, but they're both fantastic. They're both amazing actors. I love Richard E. Grant in this. <laughs> yeah. He was a bumbling idiot. <laughs> he was a moron. When he got so excited, he's like, I can wear, I can wear my suit of armor to his birthday. Yeah. And then you see him in it. <laughs> yeah. Dude. <laughs> yeah, no, he was a dummy. I think Rosamund Pike, Elsbeth, wasn't stupid. She was just, like, she wasn't, she was intelligent, but she was just, strange and she didn't really understand how to act around normal people yeah i think it was more like social issues. yeah like she wasn't she was just over the top a little bit and she had her very 
like a very particular way of looking at people and acting. It was very funny to watch. Yeah, it was very entertaining. Um, and we'll just, I'll go with what you said, Venetia. Yeah. Venetia was a cool character just because, and Roseman Pike's the first person to explain it to you. She's very open with her sexuality. Yeah. She hands it out since she was 14, as she says. And no, she, Pamela did. No, they're talking about Venetia. Were they? Yeah. I thought they were talking about Pamela. Oh, no, they said Venetia. Oh, okay. Anything else she was and then she, they remember the first thing you hear about Venetia. Well, you see her before you even know who she is. Yeah. And then they talk about her and they're like, like, yeah, she's been throwing herself all around waiting for you to just walk by and see her. <laughs> but yeah, it was just a really cool. It was just a really cool film. I just really liked it. I yeah. would have really liked to have been on the set when they filmed it. Just be in the house. Yeah, just like. <laughs> is there a printer down here? Oh, yeah, there is a printer. It's in the back of the basement. There's so much shit going on in here, dude. You can't even hear it. So, I can't hear it. I can hear it. It's closer to me, though. The people can hear it. Nah, they couldn't. They can't hear Our it. Our listener can hear it. Our listener. <laughs> Our singular one listener. Our favorite person in the world can hear it. Who is it? Oscar? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's Oscar. <laughs> I forgot about Oscar. I forgot about Oscar. My man, Oscar, dude. No, nah, it's the girl. Uh, my God, what's her name? Her Instagram is My Arm Hurts. My- she, she loves us. She Like, we're very thankful. We're not making fun of you. Oh yeah, she <laughs> you posts, told me about she, this. She posts this a lot. Thank you. She really likes her. Thank yeah. you. My arm hurts. Appreciate it. I can't remember her name. I appreciate it. I remember your name. <laughs> my arm hurts. <laughs> First name my. Yeah. All right. So let's. That was. I mean, we definitely dropped a minor spoiler in there a few times. But why did we spoil? We just, I don't know. We were talking about the bathtub. So, oh, well, that we wasn't. Didn't what happened we didn't say what happened in it. Um. Do you want to explain? I mean, we one? explained the vampire scene, so that's you know. We didn't say what happens. We were saying what it's about. If you can't piece that together, you're a fucking moron. (laughs) (laughs) That Um, is true. Yeah. I bet Oscar got it down. Um, Oscar. Pieced it together. (laughs) The goat. No, but I think we can get into spoilers now because this movie does take some interesting turns. Um, A really good twist at the end. It... I mean, it was definitely wacky. Yeah, it had a good twist that wasn't done great. It was just a little too much. Yeah. He planned too much out. Like, the fact that he was planning this for, like, a year, like, the entire semester. And then it's like, no, you're not not planning that far ahead. You might. I don't know. I I feel like. No, I don't think he planned it. Like, I think he planned the first part. You think he planned, like, I'm going to make this guy my friend. And then he got invited. And he's like, oh, this is nice. He's like, like, damn, this is a nice house. I want that Yeah, like, I don't think he knew who he was beforehand. I think he just had, like, he saw him. And he's like, I want to be his friend. That's, yeah. That's that's what I thought. But if they were trying to go for, like, he knew who he was. He knew that he lived in Saltburn and he wanted Saltburn. That was, that would be ridiculous. Yeah, no, I don't think he planned it all at once. I think it was yeah. slowly planning everything. Yeah, because I, I can get behind that of like, he put the nail on his tire to be like, oh, you can take this. And then he's like, oh, you're going to be my friend now. And then, yeah, the one with the money at the bar where he had all the money, but he was waiting for him to pay. That one was a little. He was really testing his luck there. Yeah, that, that could have gone either way. Um but- if it does work, it is a good plan. It does I'm, work, you know, because he, he does feel bad for him because of that. Yeah, it's the first time you see Felix Jacob Elordi's character. You see that he is a—he's probably the only good guy, good person. In this yeah. show, well, the whole family's not bad. Yeah, they're besides Farley. Farley's asshole. a piece. Of, Farley's an asshole. No, the, the daughter's an asshole. Uh, yeah, the mom and dad are just despicable rich people. Yeah, the mom and dad are just kind of 
distant. They don't, yeah. They're kind of just doing their own. They don't really. They don't really care. And all they do is make fun of like normal people. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, just like um, rich assholes. Yeah. But no, Jacob but Lloyd's it, like actual kind person. Oh yeah, he was a good. He was a good guy. Um, I do think the the, the twist that was good was that his parents are just normal. Mm-hmm. And he has sibling, like he had a good life, and he just lied about it. I was like, "Oh shit!" I did not see that coming. I did not see that coming at all. I thought maybe it wasn't gonna be like as bad. Like maybe his mom's fine, but when his dad, when she was like, "I'll go get dad," I'm like, "Wait, what the fuck?" And you could tell that uh, Felix was catching on before anything even like fully happened. Yeah, like, like when, when he got to the house, he was already like, "This is not." Yeah, when he pulled up the house, he's like, "This is a great place." What are you talking about? This is, this is a very like, nice. She looks like she really cleaned it up. Yeah, and soon as he started acting at the door, I was like. What's going on? Yeah, no, I think I think that was a really good twist. I think just the overall twist at the end—not even like a twist—it was just like a development that he was planning it all out and had everything under his thumb. It, no, it, I think it's still a twist. You think I'm? Because mm, like, yeah, I wouldn't have guessed that he put the nail under his attire. Yeah, and then, yeah. Maybe, like I knew that still... he was—he caused Farley. Farley. Yeah, Farley. He definitely caused Farley's stuff. Like, I knew that. See, I didn't see any of that coming. Oh, like, I didn't think it Farley did that. Me. Okay. I was like, he definitely caused this issue. Yeah, no, when that when that happened, I was like, that's a little. He, he just got in trouble for trying to steal shit. Like, he's not going to do that. But, yeah, I did have that thought of, like, he's, he can't be that stupid. That's a really dumb way of writing out that character. But then when they do that, when they make it so that Oliver sent out that email, it made a little bit more sense. But, yeah, I think it was just a little bit overdone. Like, it it felt very little fingery where he was like thinking out every single step. And like, that's interesting, but I just, it never felt like that type of movie. Like he was going to do all of that. And then they kind of just hit you with it. And I was like, Whoa, that's a lot. Like it, you know, it was good in theory, but I think just in, um, practicality, it didn't fully work out. I like the, I do see what you mean. It, it is a very little finger. Mm-hmm. What was I about to say? There was something I had on my head. That... Oh, I love the Farley's return. Oh, and he's wearing like the bull hat. Yeah, it was pretty. Funny. And he like tells him he's like, he's like, this is mine. Like I, this is my life. He's like, yeah. I'll always be here. He's like, you'll always look back on this summer. You'll never have anything as good as this. Yep, I did like that scene. The whole and party was like... cool. Like the look of it. Oh, the party was sick. Yeah. Kind of scary at the same time. Like, yeah. if I was there, I think I'd be scared. Mm-hmm. That once when he's blowing out the candles, though, and they, they're saying happy birthday, and you hear the guy go, I don't even know his fucking name. <laughs> his face just drops. That's when it really hit me. Like, damn. This is this is just a rough night. <laughs> but Well, it was rough. Then before. it's not a rough night because you planned it all. He wasn't drunk at all. That was a good one. I didn't see that. Yeah. I thought someone else was going to have done it. I don't know. I think yeah. we can say what happened. We just got to... If you want to see this movie and you don't want to know what we're about to say, you should probably just not listen to the rest of the episode. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in to what you did listen to. Jacob Bellardi turns into Superman and flies away. <laughs> and he lasers Oliver's head off and he's like, I'm too dark for this. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? What, what does Jacob Lordy mean when Superman was too dark? But then he does this. He does this. Like, and what? Priscilla. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, I, I think that was a good way. Although, like, it doesn't. He poisons him with the bottle. There's nobody. There's no toxicology report because they say the um he does drugs. So maybe they just blamed on that. Maybe, but he doesn't do. I mean, yeah, he was doing coke, but yeah, he was doing coke. I don't know. Maybe it was just coke he put in there. Like he just poured a whole fucking thing, gave him a heart yeah. attack. Could be. I don't know. No, because he kills the girl the same way. 
What do you mean? Kills the sister with the same stuff. No, he leaves razor blades. Do you not see what he's chopping up? No. He chops up the stuff. What about it? Yeah, but he le- she name, slit her yeah. wrist. He, I think he did that. Really? Yeah, you see him do like this powder to her. Oh, I don't. Th- I I missed that. I thought she just slit her wrist. I thought he was just like, "There's some razor blades for you, sweetie." Mm-hmm. I don't know that. That more than I think about that, that might not make sense. But he does pretty much talk her into it, though. He does pretty much talk her into it. Maybe I'm misunderstanding. Maybe you're I don't right. Know, maybe I, I could have just missed something if he poisoned her too. I, I thought know. I thought I remember him putting in the stuff. Did someone else get poisoned? Putting in what? Because she, she didn't drink anything yeah. that I remember. Why am I thinking this? There was two. He put things. it in like the champagne that he was drinking. I remember the, the champagne, maze, and that's one Jacob Lordy drinks. I there was two. The people that he poisoned. I don't know Farley. Where would he go? They never said that. They never said. Where I he don't. Went. I don't think. I think he's just kind of just left out. But I, I do like that, and I kind of wish there was a scene of him being like. This will always be your house, motherfucker. This is my house now. Farley just fully lost. Oh, they kick him out. Yeah, no, they kick him out. Funeral, but then... yeah. The funeral. Remember that when he's when they close the they're trying to close the curtains, they won't close. Then he's like, "Can I maybe excuse?" And he's like, "It's cold. It's cold." Yeah. And then he uh, Oliver brings up. He's like, "He's like you were doing uh you doing cocaine the night that someone disappeared." Yeah. And then the, the dad tells him never to come back. Yeah, he tells him never to come back. But he doesn't die. So I would have liked something to be yeah, like. Yeah, I would have liked to see them maybe see each other again. Because like, Farley does have a line of like, this is my house. You'll never have this. Yeah, now he And does. then he gets it. And then there's no follow-up with Farley. Oh, I feel like that would have been a good opportunity to be like. The door and he answered. Yeah. I like that you see Roseman Bikes sign it away. Huh? You see her sign away the house. Yeah. No, the movie was just really good. I just liked every, I liked every part of it. I mean, just having some weird stuff, and I wish they had trimmed down some of the sequences, just because of my own secondhand embarrassment from watching. Yeah, but I guess, I think that's the point of those scenes. Mm-hmm. I don't get how this guy looks worse than Dobby in the original, in the second one. Like, he's not bad, but just I feel like Dobby in two thousand two. Yeah, Dobby does look better. Looks better than this guy. This guy's this ugly kind of, it's, it's along the same lines though as like the Hobbit. Yeah, this, somehow the CGI is worse. Somehow, than the original, even though this is a better movie than the first. Well, they time probably had to do more CGI in general, and they were like, you know, like what? What's the important CGI? Yeah, in the put scene? stuff on the magic. The giant snake, the... <laughs> the little elf. Yeah, the elves are such a sad story. The house elves, they're just slaves. They are slaves. <laughs> <It's> horrible. <laughs> Dobby is a free elf. Dobby is free elf. <laughs> Thank you, Mister Potter. Dude, the cinematography in this movie is so damn good. Yeah. Both Saltburn and Deathly House Part 1. Yeah. Damn. Neville. What a guy. The real hero of the movie. He is. Uh, oh, my God. It's fuck? Lord Balin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, damn. Right, we're getting lost in Harry Potter they kinda now. Dripped, they kind of dripped out. Dude, Death Eater's drippy as hell. Except the bald one in the back. Well, you know. Shit happens. All people. Um, Saltburn. Yeah, very good movie. This is a character movie with one of the most evil characters. I've oh seen yeah, in a no. While. Jacob Bellori like, is one of them. No, Oliver is. Jacob Bellori is a good guy. Oh no, no. We, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very cute. Like we like Felix. Yeah, Felix is probably the best character. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, Oliver is just a true horrible person. <laughs> the scene with Roseman Pike is hard to watch. Yeah, when he pull, dude, when he rips it out, I was like, oh. <laughs> The noise it makes. <laughs> so, and when so he's good. hugging her and he can't her arm won't stay yeah. up. 
Yeah. Like it's horrible, but yeah. it, it is funny. It is. It's a black comedy. It was good. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that, that final scene of him just dancing through the house and he got all the rocks out of the river. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a storyline for those who are listening and just aren't gonna watch and won't know what we're talking about. There's these rocks that Felix brings up the idea when he finds out that Oliver's dad quote unquote died. Mm-hmm. He's like, Oh, he's like, We throw the rocks in the river. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know why we do it. He's like Yeah. But when like he throws- when, a, when a family member dies, you write their name on a rock and toss it in the river. Yeah. Just like as a goodbye. And when uh, Oliver tosses it, it lands in vomit. Yeah. <laughs> and doesn't hit the water. And like, that's that can't be good. Yeah. I like the look that Felix makes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So then when they do it for each family member dying at Saltburn, Barry Keoghan Oliver eventually takes them all out of mm-hmm. the water and puts them on top of this like it's like family music box. Yeah, thing. it's like a music box. Yeah. And he dances butt naked to it. <laughs> Such a funny scene. Because it just didn't stop. I thought it was just going to be from behind the whole time. And then he gets in the doorway, does that spin. And I was like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> he was hung. That's, well, in the movie, they say they say he's hung, remember? When they're like, no clothes yeah. in the field. Yeah, they're like, no, good for you, Oliver. They're like, good for, yeah. good for Ollie. Yeah. I think that was Barry Keoghan or did he? Be like, boys, give me, give me prosthetic, please. <laughs> nah, I, I, our Jacob, our Joker's got to be hung. <laughs> Come here, Batman. I'm gonna watch how the grinder bat. Oh, Joker. <laughs> I will say a very look where the cave. No. <laughs> I think one of my favorite scenes, and it had no any bit of importance to the sequence uh when they're playing tennis in the in the tuxes oh yeah that was fun that That was a lot of fun yeah anytime i do like this is just a random like thing but whenever people are doing things that they shouldn't be doing in nice clothes in nice clothes it's just entertaining to watch watch. like doing anything in a tux that you know is more than walking around in a tux it's just fun to watch so they're playing tennis in the tuxes and um, the sister was wearing that crazy dress. With the super high heels. Yeah. It was chugging just, champagne from the bottle. Yeah. It's just always fun to watch. I will say the best joke, though, is when Pamela dies. And they're like, oh, we got to go to London. For what? A funeral. He's like, who died? Pamela. What? <laughs> and Jim was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I will say the trailer does not give a lot away. It no, definitely not at all. hit a lot. Because the way it looked in the trailer is that you watch a lot of parties happen. Yet the only party is one party. And it's not. It's yeah. not a huge moment. Yeah. Like a lot of the biggest moments, you don't have any inkling of what's going to no. happen. I was expecting a fully different movie. I was expecting, I was honestly expecting more of a horror movie. I don't know why. Just the way like. The red I, scene looked like a horror scene. The all, parties. Yeah. All the, they put a lot of the party, like the lights in there and stuff. And w- for whatever reason, the deer antlers he wears at the party, I guess maybe that's just like a birthday boy thing. Yeah. Like, if it's your birthday, it wear them. It looks so cool in some of the shots, it, it looks really cool. But in, in the trailer, I feel like they've focused on that a lot. Yeah. It may not have been on purpose, but I just... Which is a lot. They use the party scene a lot in the trailer. Yeah. Which I think was good because I felt the same way. They definitely kind of lead you down the path. Like, oh, this is what you're in. Mm-hmm. And it's just not, it's what, just not what you're expecting. But it, it's... Yeah. I really enjoyed it. So, I mean, it yeah. works for me. And I l- like when they actually... It's a good trailer, but they don't feel like they need to use every single scene. Mm-hmm. And they didn't. And it was a good trailer. And maybe you want to watch the movie. Oh, what was the Duncan? Was that the the butler? The butler. It was creepy as shit. The first scene with Duncan <laughs> was the best scene. He's like, "You're here early. We yeah. sent a car to get you." Oh, I'm oh, sorry. My bad. <laughs> and then he's like, he's like standing. Him. He's like, 
Oliver, you're here. Jacob Lewis guy is like, Oliver, you're here. He's mm-hmm. like, Duncan, stop being weird to my friends. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a really, it was it's just an entertaining movie. And as Ryan and me have both said now multiple times, the acting is so good across the board. Yeah, that's, Every that's the main character. draw. Yeah, very, very good movie. Oh, very I guess enjoyable. We should, I guess we should do a score, which a I know this score. is a weird one. It's one of those weird movies that's hard to score, but I think I. I think I've, I'm in a general idea of where I want to be. Go for it. I want you to go first. No, nah, I want you to go first. I want you to go first. No, nah, I want you to go first. <laughs> Dude, go. I'll pop your bike tires to your house. Go first. My Jeep tire, I think, has a hole in it. Dummy. Dude, my my life is just... <laughs> <laughs> everything. You're like the opposite of the Midas touch. Just everything you touch <laughs> breaks. Breaks. Bam, bam. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, go first. What's your score? Uh, 83. Hmm. You have it higher than the Hunger Games. Yeah. I have this higher than the Hunger Games as well. Yeah. Sure. What do you have it at? 87. 87. I really liked it. Yeah. Not really liked it. I I think I think the reviews are lower because it it really isn't for everybody. It's it's definitely not. If you're not into like black comedy of like, you know. It's very dry also. It's not like. Oh, yeah. It's super dry. It is very dry, dark. Yeah. Like you wouldn't be funny. Yeah. You have to like look out for the jokes. But if you like those jokes, <laughs> it's good. So if you funny. don't like those jokes, you're just not going to have a good time with this movie. Yeah. So I, I fully get that. But I did. I had a good time. I thought it was really funny. Really just. I mean, not a fun movie. but No, it's definitely fun. There's fun parts. But then there's a lot of parts you're like, God. From the school damn. before anything goes bad at yeah. the house is very fun. Then the first time something bad kind of happens at the house. Yeah. It takes a very different turn and a very yeah. different tone. Well, I mean, stuff like watching Jacob Lordy jack off wasn't fun in the classic Oh, yeah, sense. in the tub. Yeah. And then he licks I mean, it up. <laughs> he's just watching him. And then it's just, I drink your milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> I drink it up. Dude, it's so disgusting. Yeah. Jacob Lordy's not licking it up. Oliver is licking it up. Oliver's, dude, he was serving that shit out the drain, bro. Like, dude, he I was... thought someone's going to catch him. That's why I thought he was so zoomed in. <laughs> I thought he was going to lean his head and someone was going to be watching him. I thought Jacob Lord was going to walk in and be like, the f- what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I was thirsty. I don't know. It looks like coconut think water. Jacob, do you think Jacob Lloyd could beat up Barry Keoghan? You think Barry Keoghan? Yeah. Was, you think? I think Barry should be a pretty well, good no, Barry Keoghan was. I mean, Yo, Barry Keoghan kind of He was in much better shape than we thought. I mean, he's definitely. He was getting in Joker shape. Yeah, because Joker Jacob really is 6'5". Like, like, he's in, in, in very good shape. Yeah. I mean, you got to be in shape. You don't want like, I mean, he's got to be in decent shape for Joker. Yeah, Joker's never gonna like beat the shit out of Batman. Most like, of the time. Joker's most just of the time. shirtless now. Yeah, <laughs> six pack. They might. I don't know. You never know. I mean, there this... is versions of Joker that just have the big jacket with nothing underneath. I wouldn't mind that with some blood, just like. I don't Even know. I know I'm you're not a huge fan of. Yeah, the me. You don't have a. I mean, you're very different on the thoughts yeah. on this new Joker. Yeah. I don't hate it. I'm just, you know, I think it's a little over the top. I'm so down. Because now I have hope for Clayface. <laughs> going off that look at Joker. Yeah. That's is that is that official yet? Yeah. Like, it's Clayface? Was that official? That was confirmed. I couldn't remember if it was you know, a strong rumor or if it was official yet. No, I I, th- I think they confirmed it. I could be wrong. But yeah, um yeah, I don't I don't really have anything else to say about Saltburn. That's pretty much all I had. It's a very good movie. Mm-hmm. If you're into like 
If you're a big A24 fan, you will love this movie. Yeah, I, th- I think this is a good A24 movie. If you are against... Not their best one that they've ever done. No. They're definitely not Everything like top tier, but it's still stuff. great. I think it's it's like, still fun. You know how they do S, A, B, like yeah. tiers? I think this is high B, low A. Yeah, that's fair. Like in A24 films. Because I, I don't think it's as good as Everything Everywhere All Once. No. Because I think that's S tier. But then like Ghost Story with uh, Casey Affleck. Yeah. That's probably like... Uh, middle A tier. I yeah. think this is a little bit below that. Yeah. Was, yeah. Do you have anything else you want to add about a uh, fucking hate salt that burn, No, no. I I think I'm I think I'm done talking about saltburn. Um, you don't want to talk more about J- Barry Kogan licking up gum? No, I'm good. No, if you do <laughs> want to see Jacob Lordy jack off in a bathtub, this is the movie this for you. The, if you like see, if you think Jacob Lordy's hot, this is your movie. Yeah, and if you want to see Barry Kogan eat period pussy, you're gonna love this film, dude. <laughs> you're gonna love it. <laughs> Oh, this is kind. That's what happened. I don't know. No, I'm just no. saying. I don't just care. what happened. Most of our listeners don't. It's a good thing I'm a vampire. Dude, that got such a big laugh out of me. <laughs> so funny. That was so funny. But yeah, um, yeah, go check out Saltburns in theaters. And mm. uh, now, now moving on to our recommendation of the week. Yes. I'll go first. Our recommendation of, of the, the week. week. Mine is Ghost Story. <laughs> you goddamn bastard. I, I'm very, I love Ghost Story. And oh my God, David Lowry, that's who directed it. Oh my God. Yeah. David Lowry, it's his best film. Casey Affleck, most people don't know this. They think he does a lot of just the voiceovers. He's the guy underneath the cloak. He's in the, the ghost. Yeah. Movie. Rooney Mara is really good in the movie. It is truly heartbreaking. Yeah. It's one of the saddest movies I've ever seen. But it's also used- one of the best movies I've seen in a long time. So yeah, go check out Ghost Story. Mm. I'm gonna recommend Edgar Wright's Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Mm. Definitely recommended this before a long time ago. I don't remember. In a galaxy many. far, far away. Um, but it came up in conversation the other day, and Tommy still has not seen it. Mm-hmm. And I'm a big Edgar Wright fan. You are? and I think that is one of. It's not you know maybe maybe critically it's not his best movie. I think probably one of the Cornetto trilogy. Probably Hot Fuzz is like his best movie I movie. Like Hot Fuzz. But Scott Pilgrim is just so much goddamn fun. I cannot wait to watch it Scott with you. Scott here? Scott here? No, he just left. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the best scenes, dude. It is so funny. Yeah. But Scott Pilgrim, I mean, it's, you got to go into it understanding that it is a true, like the movie is a video game. They use so many like Zelda sound effects and like every time, literally every time he has to fight one of the seven evil exes, um, Karen Colgan's character says fight. He yells fight oh, really? every single time they're like squaring up and Kieran Cohen goes fight. And then they start fighting. Like every time somebody has to say, it looks fight. like the smash thing in the new anime, like how it splits in hand. It shows like yeah. who they are. I got to watch that. I it's still haven't cool. started it. I'm going to watch it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch the movie too. I, I do want to see it. Movie's just, it's so much fun. It's so, it's so good. Um, but yeah, that's it. I yeah. think we're done. Yeah, um, Ryan and I and two of our friends are going to go see a dream scenario now. Yeah, dream scenario. 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 That one doesn't matter. It's fine. I'm not arguing with Sibling. you. This. <laughs> Sibling. <laughs> Sibling. Orange. Orange. Tournament. Tournament. Water. Water. <laughs> hoagie. Yeah, hoagie. If you call it a hero, you're a dumbass. <laughs> call soda pop. Don't ever fucking talk to me. <laughs> Um, and to all you UK listeners, I just because we do actually have some. Yeah. 
the fuck is a kilometer? <laughs> <laughs> fuck T. Uh, what? Oh, tea. yeah, yeah, tea, yeah. Boston Tea Party is the best one we've ever oh, had. Oh, yeah, brother. Better than anything you've ever done. Goddamn America. Yeah. But yeah. Um, you like coffee here? Well, I don't. I actually like tea. <laughs> All right, yeah, I don't know. I'm not a tea guy. But yeah, um, is there anything else you want to add before we, uh, before we no. head on out? No, I think I'm truly going to say no this time. You're actually going to have no? You got nothing? I got nothing. I got nothing to add. Well, Except fuck Dolores Umbridge. Yeah. That's it. She's on the screen right now. I, that She sucks. Lastly, I forgot to add. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Make sure to continue liking and sharing the podcast. We are available on everywhere you find podcasts except Pandora because they're still fucking assholes. <laughs> but <laughs> besides that, you can find us on TikTok at the popcorn underscore pod. On Instagram at the underscore under the, the underscore popcorn underscore podcast. Ryan's is Ferran12. I am Tommy underscore Cresta. Is that your Instagram? Oh. You don't know your own Instagram. I think it's Ferran underscore twelve. Ferran underscore twelve. I always get it wrong. Underscore twelve. I believe there's an underscore in there. Could be wrong. I don't really care enough. Yeah, well, that's where you can go find us. And uh yeah, we'll tune see you guys next week. I don't know what we're talking about yet. Might be dream scenario. It might be. It might be Napoleon. No, oh God, I don't want to see that movie anymore. <laughs> oh, now you don't want to see it. I still want to see it. No, but you, but uh, okay, whatever. Goodbye. Bye, everyone. <laughs>